There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. You're listening to Drive Live with Emma Brain and Natalie Lindo Taylor. Now, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Black Panther. We are. And what did I say to you about Black Panther? Oh, you're not sure if it's a Marvel or a DC. So come on, you've got a 50-50. I tried to to deduce what I thought. So I asked you, I said, is Wonder Woman DC? Yes. And I asked you about X-Men. I thought that was Marvel. Yes. I got that right so far. So then my logic then went to, do I think Black Panther is more like (laughs) X-Men or Wonder Woman? Bear in mind, I've seen Wonder Woman. Yes. I've seen X-Men and I've seen Black Panther. Okay. Now, producer Aisha was trying to um, say, oh, there's another ensemble cast. If you can work out that, you can work out which family of films this belongs to. Yes. I have no idea what she's talking about. Okay. So I don't know this other family or this other universe. So for me, (laughs) it's a a split down the middle. Sorry for everyone that I'm offending with this because I have no idea. So I don't... I, I think like Superman and Wonder Woman and Batman and then I think Black Panther, I don't think it fits in together. Okay. So I think it's the other one. So you're going for Marvel? Marvel. Yes. You'd be correct. Oh my goodness And the me. ensemble ones we were talking about were of course the Avengers. Thor, the Hulk. Avengers. Captain America, Loki, all, all those guys, Iron Man. I thought because... the Avengers wore like a bowl hat <laughs> what? and a suit. <laughs> is that a different film? Oh, you're the no, no, not the Emma Peel 1970s show. The oh right, Avengers. okay. Oh, I don't <laughs> really don't know. See, I have no oh, idea that's about cracking. this. That gave me a good old chuckle today. Brilliant. Oh, I love it. Oh, oh I can't make this lack of excellent. knowledge up. <laughs> it's fantastic. Anyway, I got. Can I go to my story now? Is that yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, so when, when you're the reason we're talking about Black Panther is because of this story. When you're hearing the Wakandans speak in Black Panther, the movie, you're actually hearing the I should have got a South African to tell me how this is pronounced, uh, Zoha accent, which originates from South Africa. Uh, but things couldn't have been different if it went Marvel's way. The studio apparently wanted all the characters to speak with a British accent, according really? to the film star Chadwick Boseman, which is just it's nonsense. Why would you do that? The film's dialect coach, Beth Maguire, told uh, Slate that the South African accent or dialect was picked due to the ancestry of South African actor John Canney, who played Ch- uh, T- T'Chaka in the precursor to Black Panther, Captain America Civil War. Um, and basically said it felt like it was maybe too much for an audience to take Chadwick Boseman told Hollywood Reporters um, Awards Chatter, but uh, they felt like people wouldn't be able to understand the accent through the whole movie. And if we do it now, we're stuck with it. Mm. And uh, he felt the exact opposite. He was like, if we talk with a British accent, what's going to happen when I go home? I'm basically going to be a bit of a laughingstock. And he also added that he had a choice between um, British or using an American accent, but he wanted an accent that was something he wanted to find for he see he wanted an authentic accent mm. for the movie and I think he was absolutely 100% right to stick to his guns and all the rest of it you can't just have these people with these amazing backgrounds that come from this particular part fictitious or not yeah. part of the world with an accent that doesn't fit with their heritage it's nonsense I know I'd never thought about that so it's crazy if I look at um uh the Tom Cruise movie 
Oh. Is this another no, sci-fi no, no. But one? But it's another one. Basically, the directors didn't want them to all have German accents. They said the German accents would be too distracting. So they just let the actors all uh, use their own native accents, which is which is why you have this crazy mishmash of accents in the, this Tom Cruise movie. And I was like, what? There's, a, there's another film Valkyrie. that's like that. Um, the Death of Stalin. Mm. They all use their um, they all use their own accents. Yeah. And that is effective, though. It's hilarious so you've got um one of the russian army leaders with a broad yorkshire accent yeah you've got other commanders with american accents british accents it's so funny um but that works really well because it's a historic look obviously at the death of stalin and these characters uh, you have really random accents um yeah michael palin's got an english accent you know it's kind of they're all using their own accents which i think is marvelous but that's kind of a comedy. Yeah. It's kind of a different kind of... It was Valkyrie, the movie I was thinking of, which didn't really work for me. But I think Chadwick Boseman was correct to fight mm. for the for the accent on this front because we talked about representation in films and, and other things um, kind of a lot in this segment. And I think you have to. You, ha- yeah. you have to have this representation and... Good for him. Definitely, uh, indeed. So, talking about representation, it's the next story we're going to come to. This um, this is uh, obviously gone absolutely crazy. Uh, Nike unveiled Colin Kaepernick as the um, new feature in terms of their 30 years of Just Do It. You know, the Nike, yeah, yeah. Nike slogan. Um, Colin Kaepernick has been, re- they released a new advert and it's basically just him. Mm-hmm. It's in black and white. He's looking directly at the camera. If you're unfamiliar with Colin Kaepernick, he is a former NFL quarterback. He's st- staring directly at the camera and on the image it says, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. And it's got the Nike hashtag, just do it. So it's 30 years since Nike came up with that slogan. And um, they've chosen him controversially, uh, I might add, to be the face of this campaign. So this was released last night, yesterday, last night in America. And Kaepernick had been a Nike athlete since 2011. But um, he hasn't played for a team since 2016. Just to remind everyone of the story, it was uh, it was described as a national firestorm when he began kneeling during the American national anthem. Mm. And he was protesting about African-American inequality in America. A number of players on different teams then decided to kneel or raise a fist during the anthem for the same protest. The US President Donald Trump took major exception to this in a big way. Lots of his supporters and lots of Americans felt very uncomfortable about the kneeling. Um, And he called all the players that did this, uh, words I cannot repeat on the radio, and he demanded that they were fired. Uh, So this has been a real divisive issue. Some people believe America, you know, is a land of free speech and you should be able to say what you want. Lots of people, perhaps, who were in the military were offended. There was a whole conversation with one man in particular who was initially offended, sat down with Colin Kaepernick and they came to an agreement and he said, I respect his choice. So it's fair to say it was a controversial choice for the advert. However, what's interesting... um, is uh, the NFL union came out and defended the players. But what's happened since this was announced is some Nike customers have decided they are so um, angry that he's been chosen as the face of the new advertising campaign that they're burning their Nike items. That's horrific. So people are tweeting pictures of their trainers, of their socks, of workout clothes, that kind of thing. And... um, 
yeah, they they just can't. They, they just say they can't believe uh, Nike. You know have done this they really really can't believe if they don't believe in what Colin Kaepernick stood for they don't believe Nike should be Mm. sponsoring him interestingly enough Nike have signed a new sponsorship deal with the player bear in mind he doesn't have a a team or a contract Um, so it's yeah it's interesting but believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything is quite a powerful statement isn't it so um, you know it, it's it's interesting and I think this is going to rumble on and whether or not Nike are doing it for the right reasons it's certainly got people talking about them mm. today and I think it will divide a lot of their customers a lot of their base customers might choose not to shop yeah. but they're, say, they're saying just like we've asked in this campaign we're believing in something Aisha yeah. you look like you want to say something um, it's actually really interesting because Nike I, I'm not actually that um, my, my buying habits are not so strict but Nike is one of the brands I don't buy because of their history with sweatshops um, but when I read this I thought you know what maybe I might change that because it's such an old thing it was from my teenage mm. years um, so there might be people who turn to them as well as um, yeah. away from them Indeed know. it's just important to give obviously both sides of that argument but I think it's a striking image of Colin Kaepernick on uh, the branding as well really really interesting there's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.